0: Hey everyone, it's Tom Panos here. Surprise visit a day before the long weekend. I am in the studios of my good friends, REB. Official name, Momentum Media. These are the guys that uh, publish the awards, the up and coming top 100 REB agents, which I know uh, are the industry's clear KPI on who is a heavy hitter and who is not. And um, I'm pleased to let you know that today we're here because we are just going to do what I call, let's call this, you know you listen to me on a Sunday night rant, we're doing the Friday morning rant. That is the best way to describe it. (laughs) It is a one-off and uh, I thought uh, that I'd cover some of the information of ARIC 2018 and one of the things that... uh, The person that's running the show today, Tim, who uh, is right opposite me, he's gonna throw some questions about the event and general real estate. And also we've got Phil Tarrant here. Many of you know Phil because he's uh, more or less the the man that runs this corporation. Uh, He's gonna, he loves real estate and he's involved with the REB Top 100. He's also gonna chime in. So we've got 20 minutes of high positive learning, no bullshit, straight to the point tim i'm handing over to you and everyone on facebook a big wave there this is not being streamed by a mobile phone this is being streamed by various equipments a live stream machine there we've got a mevo camera there so uh hope it's coming across okay well
1: good day everyone it's uh, tim neary here i am editor of uh, real estate business and host of the secrets of the top 100 agents podcast thanks for tuning in special guests on the show today we've got uh Uh, Tom Panos, well-known coach and speaker, and uh, Phil Tarrant, who's the host of the Smart Property Investment Show podcast, um, the very popular one. Now, both great friends of REB and both great friends and advocates of real estate in Australia. Tom, I wanted to just ask you, we've just been at ARIC, it's as good as it always is, and... I just really love going up to conferences like that because there's these nuggets of information that we get the little gems that come through sometimes it's a new learning sometimes it's an old one that's come through i wanted to ask you what were the five or the ten things that really stood out for you over those two days
0: okay so what i did is i've picked up here the Eric uh, directory. I've just took it off uh, Tim's table there and I folded the pages. So this is off the cuff stuff, which is pretty much my whole business model. And what I've done is I've just, you know, uh, turned the pages on the people that were the big hits of Eric. Now, without a doubt, uh, Tom Ferry, uh, who came over from the USA, flew over and did two sessions at ARIC, the Sunday and Monday morning. He talked about having the three pillars of success. He talked about mindset, marketing, and model. They were the three things that he focused on over the two days. He's basically saying, Tim, is that um, model, it's the structure. What are your processes? Who's doing what in your business? And you better accept it that if you don't have a PA, you are in fact the PA. So it's about basically taking what Fordism is, which basically is divisions of labor, that there's someone that should be putting stuff into the database, there should be someone that's preparing marketing material, there should be someone that's doing a lot of the follow-up work, and you as a head agent should be out there being a fanatical prospector, obsessed with your 30-day pipeline, obsessed putting deals together, obsessed at actually bringing new business in, and that is the business unit that's succeeding in 2018. So he spent a lot of time, Tim, talking about the model. The second part of that was he talked about marketing. And essentially what we're saying is the new world that we live in, even now, if you think about it, what we're doing right now is doing a live stream on a Friday from a studio where people are engaging and it's getting decent cut through. And I'd be very surprised if this doesn't get, you know, four or 5,000 views within the next 12 hours. This wasn't available to us. Five, ten years ago. That's a good point, yeah. So it's about this marketing. It's about this concept now that there's this, what I call a digital door knock. there's a digital interview, there's no more blind dates in business. And in fact, everyone now has become a media company. And he talked about, you know, becoming the chief marketing officer of your brand. And the third piece, and then I'll hand back to you to get some of your comments and maybe Phil can chime in, is um, mindset. You know, and mindset to me is like Jim Rowan once said work harder on yourself than the job, because you in fact are the job. The biggest asset that you have in your business is your earning capacity. So what we're saying is, treat your body and treat your mind as a really important asset. Warren Buffett once said, if you only were gonna pick one car to have all your life, you'd pick a good one at the start and you'd maintain that car impeccably. Now that is the same, you're only gonna get one body, you're only gonna get one mind. So what we're saying there is, You know, treat this earning capacity, fuel it with great energy, fuel it with good people around you, Improve your competency because if you take yourself from a 7 to a 10 out of 10 in prospecting, pitching for business, vendor management, digital and social media, all of a sudden you begin to realize that your numbers start going up. So that was what Tom Ferry spoke about.
1: I really enjoyed Tom Ferry's uh, um, presentation there. It was such a high energy thing as well. He got everybody up and going. And I like the way that you talk about that important asset. And that's a real thing that we do here at Momentum, isn't it, Phil? Because we have. Have the model you talk about the model we've got the model but it's not just about putting it down and leaving it static it's a it's a dynamic thing isn't it we talk a lot about getting stuff done and moving forward all the time this is in this whole marketing concept um, you
2: know everyone should think like a media business right now we're fortunate we're a media business right yeah. we do it every single day it's inherent it's what we do it's what we know um, a lot of people think yes I need to be doing that but they start doing it and they go shit. This is actually quite hard, not for today, but for tomorrow and the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. It's persistent. You can't start something and then stop it because you got bored with it. If you're going to do something like this, you've got to stick with it. You do what you do. You stick with it. You do the same thing. You Consistency, good content, repetition. So if you're going to start anything marketing, in my view, based on what Tom Perry said, you've got to keep with it. A lot of people don't keep it. So
0: Phil, you make a really valid point. I think your ability to handle boredom is going to be a very big indicator on whether you are going to be sustainable and play the long game. Because let's face it, if you're going and talking to people and doing a pitch, that is going to be a very similar pitch. Now, yesterday I was coaching Taney Jane at Melbourne at Sydney Airport, and he raised, a, Taney Jane was one of the key speakers at Eric. this is a young guy I've been coaching, three years in real estate, rode over a million dollars, average price 450000 He asked me a really interesting question as I was leaving Melbourne Air, at Sydney Airport yesterday, where I do a lot of my coaching is done at cafes or lounges or hotel receptions. He said, Tom, how do you handle your energy and your attention and your boredom levels when you've done four or five listing presentations per day? And it's a valid question. I mean, you've got to swim laps, like swimming laps over and over again. It requires you to have that feeling that it's your first lap. Mm. It requires you to be able to go a listing presentation and feel like it's your first one ever. You've got to be able to actually treat it as if you're going into your first listing presentation ever. You've got to be showing a home to a buyer as if that's the best kitchen in the world, not the fact that you've seen 10,000 kitchens that year. right? That is what a pro does. A pro has got the ability
2: to not get bored in a very important situation. This is one of your points. Sorry, Tim, but you say routine. Routine will set you free. Routine will set you free, right? Media, it's all about routine. It's about getting it right and doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Set, and, and, forget, over and, over set and forget. Set and forget. A lot of people, their problem is that they get bored too quickly and they go, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I want something new, something shiny, something whatever. And real estate, the secret to real estate as an observer and a buyer of real estate is the best agents are the ones who do the same thing every single day, but they do the right thing every single day. Phil, you nailed it.
0: They're looking for the magic pill. There's a bunch of real estate agents there that just have to accept reality. There's no silver bullet. The silver bullet is this. You've got to go hunt. If you don't like it, like it. If you don't know how to do it, learn it. But the bottom line is, no one's gonna come to the rescue. There's not gonna be a bus that's gonna come along and say, we're saving you. You're not gonna have some CRM system that's gonna transform your life. You have to accept that you have to accept that your job is to hunt, and to learn to hunt well, and that you must do this religiously, because if you don't, you will never have a pipeline of opportunities coming over and over again. And every person I know that's got anxiety, or depression, or in a slump, they got off track on that 30-day rule of talking to people in that pipeline. So... I think that uh, you're 100% right when you say that play the long game, don't keep, don't like what people do, Phil and Tim, is they keep score every minute. That's a shit strategy. Mm. Because what you're saying is, I did this and it didn't work, I'll change. Good people don't keep score every minute. They, they measure their numbers, but they do it over a period of time and say, hey, I'm gonna try this for a year, right? And then I'll decide. So be the subject and the scientist, I say. Try it yourself.
1: I like the way that, um, that you talked a little, a little bit earlier. And James Tostevin talked about it, actually. He said that when you're doing your call and making your calls and it's time to, to be on, he said that you've got to find that energy. And he said that energy, finding that energy is a choice. You make that choice to step up and do it. And you talked about it a little bit earlier. said that's what pros do. It's almost like you go into the main game. This is time to play. It's kickoff. It's time to switch well, on, the question I so asked
2: then, Tom, yeah, you deal with agents right across the street, best agents in the country. Um, what do they do? What's the button they press? Is it, a, is it a mental button? Is it a physical button to go, all right, it's time to go from X to Y quickly.
0: Okay, I think um, what they do is they quarantine their time and they quarantine their environment that allows it very easy for them to be on song and not get distracted. The second thing they do is they actually begin from a position of having high levels of energy. So what we clearly know is if, like I agree 100%, energy is a choice, but you'll have a higher level of energy if you're fit. You'll have a higher level of energy if you're optimistic. You'll have a higher level of energy if you've been training in the morning. You'll have a higher level of energy if you're eating good food that fuels your body. 100% energy is a choice, but what you want to do is make your choice higher
1: than someone else's choice. Give yourself the extra advantage. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, we, we looked at Tom Ferry. Who else stood out for you? In As the... I turn this page over, Tim, Peter Fuda.
0: Well, this is an interesting guy. This guy here is a, a coach consultant to uh, uh, the top 200 CEOs.
1: Loved this guy's presentation. Yes. On the edge of my seat.
0: So, um, He asked a really great question. And everyone watching this on live stream now, if you're the sort of person that's got an addiction to distraction and you miss 95% of content when you're listening to it, listen to this one. Come back in and focus in. He said this. He said, play a game that only you can win. I love that. And basically went in and said, in the old days, in the old days, what he used to do is throw a dart from 20 meters away to try and get the bullseye. Difficult. But now he goes up to the dartboard and shoots from 10 centimeters away. So you know the rules mean that you're going to win. So how do you do that? You ask a question to your client that creates different rules. And here's a great question. This is the one, this is the one that everyone should take and write out. At a listing presentation, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor. Can I ask you, if you selected the perfect agent and the process went seamlessly and you couldn't fault it and the result was fantastic, I'd love you to describe me what that would look like to you and shut up and listen. Because whilst every other real estate agent is going in with a cookie cutter approach, saying we're the best, we've got realestate.com, we've got all these websites, we're gonna do this, we've been around for 20 years. You've actually played a different game because you've learned clients buy for their reasons, not yours. That's what came out of Peter Futter.
1: The other thing, I mean, he was, he was so good at that, that going up to the dartboard and just place because that way you're gonna get it in the bullseye every time. And he talked about, didn't he, he said that extraordinary is way closer than ordinary than what you think it is. It's just about leveraging and getting there and making You're those two missing,
2: little.
1: You? <laughs> you made an impression <laughs> on me, this guy. You did. That's good. 2%, he was talking about. 2% leverage. Yeah, 2%. And the one is, he said, play a game that you can win. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What's next, Tom?
0: Dr. Fred. Now, Dr. Fred uh, uh, had an interview with John McGrath on stage that went for around 30 minutes. And uh, he talked about the psychology. He talked about. The inner voice. He talked about less about skills, less about structures. What he spoke about was that people know what to do, but for whatever reason, they get uh, blocked. They get
1: mooring lines. Mooring lines.
0: Mooring lines is a term, uh, Tim, that are used consistently. And mooring lines are, you know, excuses and false beliefs and lies that you've accepted as your reality. And these things can go for 30, 40 years of your life. You know, you've got this deep belief. You start to
1: believe them, don't you?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You start to believe them. And and what actually happens is you create evidence to um, make that belief a conviction. Now, the problem is if it's a lie... And it doesn't serve you, it can be catastrophic. You can actually spend your whole life. I mean, in its worst extreme examples, you have people that, you know, potentially have illnesses, um, such as people that think, you know, they're skinny and they think that they're fat. They just create this picture in their head. So, what we clearly know, and by the way, this is not coming across as me giving any medical advice, but what we're saying is psychology can not only affect lack of performance, it can create serious illness in your life. And Dr. Fred Gross talked about basic fundamentals such as dollar productive activity, ideal weeks. And anyone that's listening to this you know, live stream now, please remember, I don't believe having an ideal week that looks like a prison is the right strategy. I think you need to have an ideal week that's got the right, right ratio of responsibility And reward Because if you're waking up on a Monday morning And you look at an ideal week And basically every hour is taken up for the next 60 hours And you don't actually love what you're doing um, You're really not setting yourself up For sustainable long-term behaviour and happiness So he talked about, you know Creating structures that help you design a magnificent life, you know? And I'm just going to throw in a very short uh, plug on that. Dr. Fred and I are doing a mastermind group. We've got, at the moment, 33 people. There's going to be another seven we're taking in. So go to info at tompanos.com.au. Put your name down. This is his famous 12-month program the only difference is that we're tweaking it and making it real estate focused with my involvement but he's running
1: 75 to 80 percent of that uh, program beginning in august another thing that stood out for me with with dr fred gross here i feel is that he said what you want to do and to tom's point is you build yourself a worthy life and then on top of that worthy life they then you pack your business on top of that and that made a, a whole lot of sense to me what's some um- I
2: didn't go to Eric this year, and it's the first time I haven't been in probably five or six yeah, years. Yeah. Right? What's what's that guy's why though, Tom? Why, Doctor Fred? Yeah, like why is it? Obviously, you know, it's a business stuff. and makes money out of giving this information. Put that aside. Why does he do it? Uh,
0: I don't know exactly why, Phil. Mm. I mean, that would be something that you know you'd have to you know ask him direct. Mm. I can give you my view as someone that's known him for around. I started working with Dr. Fred in 2006, so let's say 12 years, right? Mm. Um, he's, he's got enough money, um, and I think he gets a real kick at making a difference more than making a dollar, and he, I think, likes to make people feel like a pigeon, helping them fly. He, he, he's got some internal mechanism that makes him happy that he can get someone from stuck to unstuck, you know? Mm. Um, uh, he's a, a, a rabbi, so there's a spiritual um, element to that. He's a, he's a doctor of uh, psychology. Okay. So you, you end up having this, you know, a combination of part commercial, part spiritual... Part psychology, and you put that together, and you've got someone
2: that uh, is your ideal person to work with uh, real estate people that are stuck. So it, you're doing a mastermind here. Is it in Sydney? It's it? in Sydney. It begins okay. in August,
0: so we we meet every three months. There's homework in between three months. It's a mastermind group. Yeah, like I, you know, my real estate gym is really good for video um, online, even though as of August we're doing face to face as well. But this is. Uh, immersed program. It's like it's five grand. Mm. It's it's uh, a lot dearer than say a real estate gym or a normal thing, um, normal coaching. But it's a immersed program of learning over twelve months, and that's in um, in
2: Sydney. Okay, let's do a podcast around at some point. It'll be yeah, really good. I'd love yeah, to good. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, sorry. That's we us
1: Number four. Let's uh, let's move on. Tom, what else stood out for you?
2: What else stood out
0: for me is the guy that I'm really proud of is Tiny Jane, from zero to a million in two years. Average price of four hundred and fifty thousand. He's working uh, hard. Working hard. Now, now, Phil, um, you weren't at Eric. Tim, did you hear him speak? I did hear him speak. Okay. Yeah. So, English is not his first language. Yeah. And um, this guy, to me, was a metaphor that if you want it badly, you'll find a way. I agree with that. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. You'll find a way. Yeah. yeah find Correct. an excuse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. guy
0: here was a metaphor for the three and a half thousand people standing up there saying, "Listen." My English is very average. I'm not in Double Bay or Turak. I'm in a low-priced area. I've only been in real estate for two, three years. I haven't been brought up in my community. But you know what? I've made a decision that I've got no plan B. I'm going to make this work. And you know what I've learned, Tim? I've learned in real estate that if you get someone that's got an empty stomach, a blank wallet, or a broken heart, you've got the ingredients of someone Smashing it in our industry because the issue is if you've got a plan B, it somehow takes away from plan A, and you much you, you you got a much bigger chance of success if you say, I've got no other alternative, I'm gonna make this work. So, how does this guy make it work? Really simple. His talk was all about this prospecting is my oxygen prospecting is my energy. It's a
1: great, it was a great line, wasn't 100%, it?
0: Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like prospecting is everything. At the end of the day, nothing else matters. And if you can learn the art of gentle interruption, that's what to me prospecting is. It's the art of gentle interruption. If you can learn that art, you are going to set yourself up to have a nicer car, to get your kids to go to private schools, to build yourself a property portfolio, to totally transform your life to maybe the upbringing that you've had. You're going to be able to have a 10 next life if you're able to learn to master the art of gentle interruption
2: just on this because i wasn't there prospecting how does he prospect really quickly
0: phone phone, phone is his most efficient way but who does he call okay so he uses a database called ownership data and this is by no way a plug i'm not receiving any you know kickbacks you can actually use call logic you can use anything he uses and what he does is he always calls people for a reason so the call is never, hey, do you wanna sell your house? The call is always something along the lines of this. Hi, it's Tanay Jane here from Reliance. The reason I'm calling is because there's a home down the road that is similar to yours. It's just come on the market. When it sells, do you want me to keep you informed so you know what your home's worth? So he's always Scott, been-
1: There's value.
0: Value. Yeah. Who value. taught him who, who to do this? I'm going to take all the credit myself here. Is he one of your real estate he, gym he, guys? He, he's, he? he's, he's one of my, my first real estate gym members. And um, he is, uh, so don't get me wrong, I've got thousands of real estate gym members, mm. but he's an executor. He's an executor.
2: That's the
1: big difference. 100%. Execution.
2: Execution.
1: Talk, talking about execution, what stood out for me with Taney's presentation, he was talking about prospecting and prospecting hard. He does, a, I think he has a morning and an afternoon but it's the evening session. That he, put, that he puts in he has, I think it goes from 5 to 8.30 in the evening. How many calls are he says, days? that's the best one. That's the one that works okay. the best for well,
0: him. Well, well what, what I can tell you, I mean, I was coaching him yesterday at um, Sydney Airport. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, face-to-face client of mine. I don't have that many, but he's one of them. Um, and I choose not to have many because I do a lot of other things, and it 's not something that I thoroughly enjoy that much, but I mean he 's in the system, and I coach him and um, I know that he um, him and his team are making a couple of thousand calls um, a month. I have got it measured on my prospector, which is in the real estate gym that measures your amount of prospecting. He won the competition um, previously and he 'd clock, uh, clocked up two thousand one hundred um, calls so um, Uh, He protects the golden hours, morning, lunchtime, and early evening, the golden hours he protects. And every person that's watching this Sunday night, this, sorry, I'm used to my Sunday night rant, tune in on Sunday night. uh, Friday morning. Friday morning rant here from REB um, here in uh, North Sydney. Um, You gotta protect the golden hours. And unless you're prepared to protect those golden hours that you prospect the same way, if you can't carve out time in your diary, in your calendar, the way you carve out time for an open for inspection. If you can't carve it out and you don't protect those hours, you are only sort of flirting with real estate. If you're serious about it, you're gonna treat your prospecting the same way you would treat an auction. You simply don't say, oh, I'm looking at the phone. And this is what happened, guys, I'm telling you all the time. You'll be sitting there about to do your prospecting. You'll be looking at the phone, overanalyzing, Who am I gonna call? What am I gonna say to them? I've got no list done. You'll be sitting there procrastinating. You'll be thinking about, let's get this perfect. And then what actually happens is someone comes up and says, hey, you want a cup of coffee? Yep. And then you duck off and you have your cup of coffee. Now, I guarantee you that happens every day in real estate. But if you said to a real estate agent, would you have ducked off to have a coffee If you were five minutes away from going to a listing presentation to win business, they'd say, no, I wouldn't do it. The point is this, if you're not prospecting, you won't be going to listing presentations in nine weeks' time, because you'll be paying a price.
1: See them as the same thing. 100%. Extension of the same thing. There's a linear gap, there's only
0: one difference. The listing presentation, you get feedback there and then. Prospecting has got delayed gratification. You know, so prospecting is very much like sit ups. You do a sit up and you don't rush to the mirror and say it's paid off. Nah, the sit ups work down the track. Down the line, yeah. It's having this ability to do stuff today to get results tomorrow. Some people have got the ability to do that, other people, man. They just need to fill that poker machine. Yes, it's worked. I've got the money, right? They want it, They want us to correct. Yeah. They, they want to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's not
2: happening. Uh, have you had him in the podcast yet?
1: Not yet. Let's no. get him in. I, Let's I, get him in. I, I came across Tony the first time a couple of days ago at Eric. That's yeah, cool. That's yeah. cool. All right, number five. We're going to move
2: on. We've got number to move five. on. We've got uh, to move uh, on. We've get it. away. You too much. I am just have the other one. Because there was a thing that Tom just said then that I want us to focus on about, you know, maybe you're not cut out for real estate if you're making all these excuses. So I want to get to that, but let's that's, do number five. Let's
1: do one last one, and then that very it's a, important
2: It's a, it's a perfect segue yeah, yeah. to that, yeah, yeah.
0: because it was Gav Rubenstein's uh, conversation that I had. I mean, this guy here is the attraction agent of 2018, the most viewed real estate agent in social media in Australia. At 30 years of age, the guy here is an absolute gun, consistently being number one for Ray White in New South Wales um, in his award class for I think five years in a row. No one at his age is writing the numbers that he's writing. And, you know, he made a very valid point. Um, You need to have this ability to actually stop bullshitting to yourself. You know, he actually used the term on stage there. There's too many fakes there. Too many people think they're going to set up an Instagram account and a Facebook account and the money's going to start rolling in. And that a lot of people have to sit there and understand and like this is happening in this marketplace now. Warren Buffett says it best. When the tide goes out, you're gonna work out who's been swimming with their bathers and who's been swimming naked. And that's what's happening in this real estate marketplace now. This marketplace needs deal makers. This marketplace needs practitioners that know how to put deals together. This marketplace needs people that can create urgency where there's no urgency. And he talked about the fact that maybe there's a lot of people out there, even in that conference, that should not be sitting in that room
2: because they're not suited to real estate. Okay, so if I'm sitting here listening to us right now and I hear that and I go, that sort of resonates with me. What do I do? Do I choose to be serious or I choose to get out? Oh, I think the
0: first thing you've got to turn around is to... Ask yourself, are you prepared to eat shit for three years? Right? And I say that metaphorically, not literally, um, but what I mean is it's going to be painful right? It's going to be painful. And the work that you're going to put in, in building a database, the work you're going to put in, in building your personal brand, the work that you're going to put in to master your craft and to go pro is going to take time. No different to the person enrolling in a three-year undergrad Bachelor of Economics, right? And you're gonna get rewards that are gonna far exceed the Bachelor of Economics graduate in three years time because you will be writing a million bucks and probably taking home four, $500,000 in income. So the rewards are incredible. It's the highest paid hard work and it's the lowest paid easy work. So I think right now, if you're a person that's sitting there, you've gotta say to yourself, am I prepared to have it hard for three years? to build an incredible empire for the next 20 to 30 years? Am I prepared to hustle and grind 24 seven so I can live like a king in my 40s and 50s? If the answer is no, if your answer is that all you wanna do is make people go ha- be happy, which I've said before, go work at Wendy's Ice Cream, go work at Baskin Robbins, because if you serve people ice cream, they're gonna be happy. But you've also gonna to have to accept the deal is that you're gonna earn $43,500 a year doing that job, right? So I think you've gotta sit there and make the decision. After you've made the decision, then what you've gotta do is actually surround yourself with people that are going to be part of your cheerlead squad because there are going to be some dark and lonely and shit days. Fact. 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 And what you're going to have to do is be intelligent enough to understand that you're not going to make a bad day look like a bad year. You're going to have to understand that. that you're going to be playing the long game. So you're going to need people to help you through that. The third thing that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to make sure that the environment that you're working in is an environment that's helping you thrive, not just survive, right? Thrive, which says to me, the business owner that you work for is important. And you're probably going to have to make the decision that you can't do it on your own. So you're going to have to probably spend money to hire someone to help you, even though you're not a big corporation yet. You've got to act like a big corporation.
1: Tom, Phil, Real Estate Gold, right here on the REB Top Secret of the Top 100 Agents podcast. Thank you very much for your time. A real pleasure to have you in the studio. Phil, thank you for your time. Oh, I didn't say much. Pleasure to have you in the studio. <laughs> no, didn't say much, but what you said counted. That's so. the main thing. Well, the the secrets
0: of the top 100, which is pretty much underpinned by, you know, REB top 100 and those, you know, agents, and they are pretty much the same members that are in the real estate gym, is all about being a learning agent, you know, and I know that uh, um, REB top 100 is all about that learning, you know, and hopefully that uh, this podcast
2: it, is going towards that. Can I just jump yeah, in one yeah. second? Just, just while i got you, Tom, uh, I'm straight, straight down the camera there, I'll, I want you to tell um, uh, your audience, listening to this or watching this on Facebook, what's the thing next keeping you awake at night looking at the real estate market?
0: The thing that's keeping me awake at night looking at the real estate marketplace is people that are thinking to themselves things are going to get better. They're not going to get better. Don't wait for the market to get better, make yourself get better. No one's coming to the rescue. There's not a bus that's gonna come along and say, we're gonna save you. Your girlfriend is not gonna save you. You've gotta save her actually. No one is going to save you, you've gotta save yourself. So what I'm thinking, Phil, looking down the camera, is this, don't hope things get better, hope you get better.
1: Tom, Phil, thank you very much. You're welcome. Remember to follow us on all the social media stuff, everybody. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can follow me too on Twitter at Timothy J. Neary if you want to do that. If you've enjoyed today's show, leave us a five-star review, please, on uh, iTunes. It's the very best way for people to find us and listen to the great content that Press we're putting out
0: there. If you're watching on live stream now, share, share, share. That's the share the love. That's what we love. We love breaking That's into new talk- community. That's
1: what we're talking about. And as always, realestatebusiness.com.au is where you'll find us. There are plenty of stories there on the business of real estate around Australia and on my guest today, Tom Panos and Phil Tarrant and the Smart Property Investment Show. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week. See you, gang. Signing off.
0: See you Sunday night.